What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 67. Today with my guests, The Violet Violence. They are a Baltimore-area pop-punk band with a new EP coming out soon called Above the Echoes. The song Second Wind is featured on this episode uh, momentarily and, of course, in its entirety at the end of the episode. It'll be out uh, June 26, so definitely check it out if you dig it. And follow the band on Spotify. That way you'll get an alert when it does come out about a month from now. But uh, anyway, we had a fun video chat the other day with uh, three members of the band. uh, Pat Collins, Chandler Adams, and Nick Patrick. So uh, whether you're friends or fans of the band, I hope you enjoy the interview. As always, thanks for listening and thanks for supporting local music. We all really do appreciate it. Uh, hopefully you yourself out there are doing all right, uh, getting ready for summer maybe, maybe getting outdoors a little bit, uh, it's safe to say. Finally out of winter here on the beast coast of America, as they say. But uh, anyway, feel free to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you may be streaming. It always helps broaden the reach of this thing a little bit. Uh, other than that... If you're listening to this and you have new music coming out personally, feel free to hit me up. We might be able to do an episode for you, possibly. And uh, maybe last but not least, of course, there are t-shirts. Not yet quite on the online store, but you can always message and uh, I can send one out to you. So, yeah, really, without uh, further ado, the Violet Violence. like we are on my end so uh yeah uh welcome uh thanks for coming on thanks for chatting my name's brett uh nice to virtually meet you all um for anyone who may be listening here down the road i'm here with chandler pat and nick of the band violet violence or the violet violence and uh you guys got a new ep out but i guess kind of before we get to that just kind of Check in with all three of you, see how you're doing, you know, just kind of what y'all been up to and uh, what y'all kind of want to talk about. I kind of keep this thing pretty freeform. I mean, I have a generic questions, but, you know, nothing crazy. So, yeah, and kind of go around yeah, the chat room here. We're uh, we're doing OK. We've uh, all got a lot of stuff going on in our uh, personal lives, you know, getting used to 
some changes and um, doing some work with the band, uh, getting some new stuff ready. I know that we've uh, we're, we're currently in our um, like release schedule in terms of our EP right now, um, but we are kind of going back to work with things um, while we can when you know with if gigs are opening up and, and doing some more recordings. So I think we're I think we're doing pretty well. That's what's up. Yeah, uh, no, just keeping busy, you know. Yeah, been working on music. You know, I think everybody here is just kind of itching at the bits now to kind of get back to playing live shows as things start to open back up. So it's just kind of like the waiting game right now. We're kind of like yeah. right there on the edge and ready. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I just played my first one in a while uh, this weekend. It was it's pretty nice to get back at it. Um, yeah. And then uh, you, Nick, uh, there at the top. Or, I'm sorry, Chandler. Oh, yeah. Uh, just learning how to be self-employed. It's fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, potentially going towards that boat here myself. I uh, I work for the fire department, but, you know, it's uh, not necessarily the dream, per se. It's uh, kind gotcha. of my way of... You. <laughs> My way of supporting my my interests and my creative outlets and, you know, all those things. So, um, but yeah, nice to meet you guys. Um, I was going to say, I was listening to your, your stuff a little earlier, at least uh, what you have out now. Uh, I think it was in the song Novocaine. Don't quote me on that, but there's a lyric in there that kind of liked, that was like, um, tired of rewiring my brain for you. Or yeah. something along those nature, something along that those lines. So I want to see. Yeah, you it was. Uh, that. Yeah, that was um, placebo. Um, that's a, a song we put out in, uh, I guess, late 2019. Um, I think that was really only when when we were just getting started because it was just Nick and myself uh, and Tim, who's our other guitarist and one of our other songwriters. Um, and I wrote I wrote that lyric um, and uh, placebo was a song that we put out that uh, I, I knew when when we had started this band, one of the things that I wanted to kind of cover lyrically or, or content wise was like have an outlet for my mental health or like my, my thoughts inside my brain. Um, and placebo came out of this idea that, that like I go back and forth on like what, what helps me, what, what, uh, what is considered self-care, what is considered, you know, um, really necessary for me to keep living or keep surviving. Um, yeah. and, and one of those things is medication. So, uh, placebo is kind of our song. That's like my expression of like, I, I feel like I, you know, sometimes can self-medicate myself and sometimes I can't. And, um, you know, I, it's, I'm tired of re- rewiring my brain. I'm tired of, uh, continually trying to get myself right and, and kind of, uh, feeling like I'm taking a step back in, in progressing, uh, with all my yeah. efforts. So, um, I know that's kind of a heavy subject and something we do cover, in our songs, but, um, I'm, I'm glad it resonated with you. Well, yeah, I was going to say, it's not even really a heavy subject to me. It's just kind of reality. Yeah. You know, we all got to deal with Definitely. our different mental things we have going on. I've had a hell of a week personally. It took pretty much everything I had to play a show, to be honest. Was, luckily I did cause it kind of got my mind back right again, but you know, we all got our demons, shall we say we all got our sure. different things going on. So, it's cool you're able to pull creative outlet from that and, uh, you know, kind of, I call it like self-therapy, of course, um, especially if you're the one writing the lyrics and 
I don't know if you're always the primary writer of the band. Typically, the singer is, but not always. So we could talk about that, too, um, if you guys contribute as well. But, of course, I don't know. I mean, you guys definitely contribute on the musical end, too. So we could kind of talk about that as well, whatever you want to get into. I think in our band we're pretty well defined on the fact that I think Pat and Tim are definitely like the primary songwriters. They usually come, they usually come to us with pretty much most of the song roughed out. And then it's like me, Chan and Brian kind of just like, you know, we put our twists on our parts, you know, how, you know, how we think would play that. So it's, it's pretty easy in that aspect. And, uh, forgive me for stereotyping because I have no, no idea who does what at least, I can't remember from the music video. So, uh, Nick, are you a drummer? Or I'm the, I'm one of the guitar players guitar along player. with Tim. Right. And then uh, Chandler, you are the bass. Bass, right on. Hey man, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I got to send you a link for the uh, unappreciated bass uh, support group. <laughs> it's like this YouTube video <laughs> that's supposed to be like Al- Alcoholics Anonymous, but it's a bunch of bass players get together and complain about <laughs> not being appreciated so just want to let you know it. you're appreciated but even if you know sometimes <laughs> forgotten i know how it goes <laughs> um so it's good to see you get on here in this podcast the, the last band i had on of course didn't bring their bassist <laughs> and i was like come on guys <laughs> it might have been his fault though i don't know so but uh but yeah it's cool i mean every band dynamic's a little different so i kind of like to just see how you guys do it and uh you know who thrives on doing what and sounds like you guys kind of stick to your lanes but oftentimes that's the best recipe man nobody's trying to jump in somebody else's kitchen per se um how long have you guys been friends or been a band together uh it's it's been a it's been a bit so we all kind of come from different aspects of each other's lives um i met uh the two guys who are not here with us uh, Tim and Brian, I met them both in college, and we started a a trio of like doing indie rock covers for our like college shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and after college, we all decided to get back together. And um, Tim brought Nick along, um, who you know we've now gotten to become great friends, all, all five of us. Um, and and Nick Nick joined, and then I reached out to Chandler, who I knew from uh, you know being a, a kid in Bel Air and. Uh, going to youth group together and playing music with sometimes and um just all of us all of these people in in our like relative atmosphere for the most part um all just kind of got together um like for mostly tim and i like we um were able to join these people together and it's it's been really cool to watch the dynamic between the five of us grow and and shape um in terms of you know how many years we've all known each other i know nick and tim have known each other for a long time and um, it's been really neat to to jump into a new phase of friendship with all these guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been a, it's been nice for me because you know I'm a little older than the rest of the guys. I'm coming up on thirty this year, but uh, I met Tim back in high school, and actually I, I graduated with his older brother and and taught him to play guitar a little bit. We'd hang out after class and just kind of jam and learn on some, you know, yeah. some old thrash, a lot of. Death, a lot of Iron Maiden and, and some of the older like metal was kind of what we were into back in the day. And were you I'd rocking the? Really stopped... Sorry to cut you off. Were you rocking the Slayer shirt in the uh, music video? Is that you? Yeah, uh, that might have been. Yeah. It could have possibly. 
him or myself. Either one of us have been oh, to okay. rock the sled. <laughs> yeah. On stage for whatever moments we don't really yeah would wear whatever. But um, you know, I'd actually stopped playing for a long time, a couple of years actually, and uh, I mean, I'd been playing, but I wasn't playing live music. And when I first met Pat and them was when Tim invited me to play with a smaller group he had at the time up at the Mount. And it was a show that Pat was also playing with like a trio he had set up. And that was the first time I'd met those guys. And that was my first time playing a show in a few years. And, uh, and then when him and Pat got together and started the violent violence, you know, Tim hit me up and said, Hey man, is this, you think you'd want to get back into playing music, you know, on a more regular basis again? And I was like, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good time. Ever. How was your uh, transition into pop punk there? from the from the old school um, you know not too awkward because i mean i do listen to pretty much anything and everything i mean yeah i started off like a lot of the or at least i started off learning with a lot of thrash but what got me into guitar in the first place is a lot of the older like bluesy rock type stuff you know i'm a big stevie ray vaughn fan oh, hell yeah, and then same. i was really in my uh my early days i kind of like worked my way up the chain kind of started back in the 60s with like the classic stuff hendrix zeppelin sabbath you know janice joplin whatever and then just kind of worked up decade by decade and kind of listen to whatever is out there it's only two types of music yeah. music you like music you don't <laughs> yeah pretty much man and uh chandler got any yeah. insight so, on that i feel like i'm the uh yeah i feel like i was like the new one in the band so i was really happy when like pat asked me to play but i'm like i don't know any of these people except for pat but i'm so glad for like the friendship we've made over the years and it was just awesome but like coming up i played so i play like drums and guitar and sing but pat yeah. asked me to play bass i'm like yeah cool i'll do whatever i just that's yeah. like what i love doing just like filling in where i can with an act and just like helping out whoever so i'm just glad i got to do that in this band hey man it, it always helps to have a jack of all trades in uh in every band for sure but uh but yeah i mean obviously the music world is starting to slowly get back to normal if you're not in uh, florida or texas of course where it is fully back to normal but uh <laughs> we could talk about that or not in any case um maybe you guys got a show or two lined up down the down the road here this summer i guess we'll see how it how it shakes out i don't know if you have anything booked yet but i feel like you'll probably get something um yeah we're we're getting there um i actually it's it's weird i've been kind of knocking down doors for the last month or so just uh yeah. checking in seeing what what people's status is and today i had three different people say you know if you're looking for june july august like we could probably make something work so hopefully we'll have some things you know come in the summer we're actually going into uh going into to our first like professional studio setting uh, yeah. in june so we'll be that'll be our priority for the beginning of the summer and then uh hopefully we are able to play some shows okay cool so i mean um just correct me if i'm wrong but you guys have not fully released this new ep yet right and mm -hmm. then so i guess the plan is to release that and then record another one like seems fast but again maybe i'm Maybe it's the pandemic that happened or, or something like that I, I'm missing. Well, yeah, the, the EP we're currently in the middle of releasing now is that was recorded last year, definitely like during the pandemic. And then just okay. some things loaded up. And then uh, 
fantastic. We weren't really planning on going into the studio. It was Pat that hit us up and said he had okay. gotten in contact Casey from the Wonder Years, who had expressed some interest in working with us. And oh wow! And it's just kind of faked out how things have you know. Like you just never know when those next opportunities are going to come along, and sometimes it's like you just got to go for it. It's like we couldn't turn yeah. down that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, Pat, do you feel like the songs are just coming to you faster too? Like, do you feel like you had material, or did you feel like you had to yeah. come up with some material? Um, a little bit of both. So we went back and forth a little bit on uh, what necessarily we wanted to to put out. I mean, I think Tim and I have at any given time, probably four or five unfinished songs that are in our back pocket. Um, yeah. But, you know, not everyone is going to be a winner or not everyone is, like, ready just at that moment. I mean, um, there's a there's part of a song, uh, Sleep It Off, which is on our upcoming EP, Above the Echoes, that I uh, we were talking about earlier. Uh, and yeah. the, there's a riff in there that we wrote when we were in college, so it's at least five years old, maybe, maybe more. I mean, um, and... and that was sitting in our pocket and we were finally able to get something around it. Um, but there, there were a couple songs that didn't quite make the EP that we were working on. And, um, we were able to, uh, we were able to get together. And, um, so we've got, you know, several that we're working on and probably finishing maybe one more and, uh, we'll be ready to go up in June. So, um, yeah, the stuff is coming a little faster. Um, I'm, I'm a person who definitely does well under positive pressure for the most part. Um, the deadline's, the deadlines don't stress me out until we're really close, but, um, you know, having a deadline motivates me to get things done. So that's been helping. Yeah. I'm saying hey, what song was it? What song was it that you were writing, finishing the lyrics to, uh, at the show? <laughs> yeah. So, the uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> song, <laughs> the song hard up, which is off of that upcoming EP. Um, we had debuted that the first time in a show at a show in January, that was 2020 at Zen West, and uh, yeah. I I had a general idea of what I wanted it to be, but yeah, I was I was <laughs> sitting like at the in the little bar area finishing the lyrics during like the first band set. So way to call me out on that one. I'm sorry, I just yeah. love that. Oh, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Man. Like, yeah, I think that's completely normal in a way. Like under normal circumstances too i like to experiment with different lyrics in a song for like a little while uh leading up to recording it if you have the luxury of playing you know some shows and or even just band practice just kind of like if you feel like a lyric's not quite working i don't know change it up like Uh i um i recorded this like half country rock type song the other day for my band and honestly, we recorded it, and I was just completely almost spitballing, because it was the type of lyrics where it was like it hinges on a chorus line, but then much like Sublime, you just make up something about your Dalmatian or something, that, <laughs> and just kind of, I don't know. So I don't even know what the final lyrics necessarily I settled on were, because I played it live like this weekend and completely sang different words. I mean, not completely, but at least fifty percent. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm a little looser about it than I used to be. And I feel like it's just fun to experiment sometimes, you know. Um, but I'm a big lyric guy, too. I'm, a, like, obsessive, for sure, about it on certain levels, if there's a specific point to it. And, um, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed your guys' lyrics so far. And uh, it drew me in. So, 
keep up the good work. Um, forget what I was going to say, but uh, this is sort of the uh, part-time Rockstar podcast. You know, it's, I mean, we all know that almost none of us are full-time rock stars. So uh, within that, and being that being said, I usually just ask people, you know, if they were willing to talk about their occupational stuff or not. I mean, it's cool either way. Uh, most of us got to make a yeah. living. We don't have billions of Spotify streams and sold out arenas. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if Spotify streams will do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a lot. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys want to go around the room and just talk about that. And if you're embarrassed about what you do, that's cool too, man. <laughs> uh, no, no judgment. Yeah, here. I, uh, I'm a, so I'm a teacher uh, during the day. Um, I teach at uh, Calvert Hall in Towson. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm actually a grad of Calvert Hall, so I went back and, um, you know, was looking for something to do, and and uh, teaching kind of came my way, and um, I also do. Uh, like their campus ministry stuff part-time. So taking guys on like retreats and um, being a little bit of a guidance counselor and uh, teacher at the same time, um, which is something I really enjoy, but uh, I definitely enjoy the ability to kind of uh, turn off like being in front of students and and always being like an entertaining uh, person, which is really what teaching is just entertaining um, and, and being able to kind of flip that on its, on its head where it's like, I I don't really have to entertain in, in any certain way. Like when we do the band, it's like whatever kind of happens on stage happens, which I really appreciate. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have a, a lot to say on the subject, but I can definitely let you guys get in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, during the day, I'm an equipment operator for you know, one of the counties here in Maryland. So just general yeah. county maintenance, that kind of. Um, and then Fridays and Saturdays in the evening, I actually part-time, you know, bartend up at Steinhardt Brewery here in Frederick, just serving beers. Oh. And then, uh, in my, I guess you could call it in my free time, you know, I, I'm also a guitar tech. I kind of have my own thing going on that I've been building slowly for the last two years. And then, uh, just, you know, yeah. playing with the band. Yeah, uh, I got to come where, see you, man. Cause, uh, Steinhardt, I feel like is some reason I haven't heard of it, but me and, uh, the other half, we love going up to Frederick. For the, uh, yes. the breweries and stuff. Yeah, they opened up about uh, nine months ago in their location. So they opened up kind of like right in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. So depending on what you've been up to, you probably wouldn't have heard of them. But uh, doing all go- doing all right. Got a nice wide variety, whatever you're into, from IPAs all the way down to Belgians. They they yeah. have it. And they oh. Well, we uh, you might be seeing some of me next time I'm up there if it's a weekend. So yeah, hey, man. Hey, definitely. Friday and Saturday. So if you want to come yeah. up, say hi. Sweet. And then uh and Chandler there. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to still figure it out, honestly. I've been doing like streaming on Twitch lately. Doesn't yeah. make too much money, but it's just something fun to do. And then for yeah. money wise, I just started DoorDash recently, which is actually pretty nice because I like just making people's day, delivering them food, just being nice to them. Yeah, I was uh, actually picked up DoorDash and during the uh, pandemic just for some extra cash because everybody else was like too scared to go outside, I guess. And 
was, you know, yeah. I've been out there in the thick of it the whole time. So I was like, might yeah. as well deliver some groceries too, make some extra money. The tips were pretty good. So people are like, oh my God, you went to Walmart? I was like, yeah, <laughs> it was a war zone in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, I'm glad you made it out. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I got the virus so long ago, I just, you know, almost oh. forgot. But, um, but yeah, it's good to go around and kind of see what you guys have been up to. Um, I, uh, I often feel, you know, you live kind of the, the double life, depending how obsessive you are about music or whatever you're passionate about, you know. It's kind of like people know you as one thing at work and kind of support yourself and then you you know get a different uh different thing going outside of work maybe and have a different set of friends so that's why i found this podcast to be kind of fun and uh it was a lifesaver over the pandemic for sure just kind of talking to people you know um especially since everybody's indoors and getting real good at tech getting good at video chat i never thought i I never thought i would have started a podcast but uh been good so far so yeah um, yeah we're what will we be episode like 68 something like that yeah i've been cruising through about one a week on average a little more maybe dang um dang so congrats um yeah thanks man i mean it's been more rewarding than i ever could have thought for sure but i just figured like yeah dude there's just so many bands out there and i mean i listen to a lot of you know, off the radar stuff. And I was like, my friend's music's probably never going to get listened to. Mine's probably never going to get listened to, <laughs> but I yep. mean, might as well just like try to do one extra thing to try to get everybody a couple extra listens, couple extra streams. Cause you know, they do say it, it takes, um, 10 super fans really to, uh, to spread mm-hmm. the word and, and make you a real band. You need 10 people. Who like, kind of, really, just love your shit for lack of a better term, because <laughs> they'll yeah. create they'll create another ten each, and next thing you know, you got a hundred, and the ball is rolling. So, yeah, just uh, start small, you know. Yeah, we're definitely on our way. Um, it was really great to play some shows prior to the pandemic. I mean, we probably played four or five, and then everything got shut down, but. I mean, I, I can't speak highly enough, and I think I speak for the whole band about, you know, the people that we've met and the friends that we've made in playing these shows. I mean, people I, not not because they're, you know, any different than us, but people that I never would have met or really gotten close yeah. with that we have uh, really gotten gotten to know. And, um, you know, we, we have at least one band that we're like, you know, hey, if we go, you guys go with us. Like, we'd, we'd love to, you know we've played a couple shows with them and, and we love them to death. So, yeah, the uh, and, and, and yeah, the boys in Gatwick. Um, yeah. And, and it's always been great to see like the next band who's just willing to, when nobody else comes to your show, who's willing to say, stand there and, you know, learn some lyrics and scream them back yeah. at you and, and make a tiny mosh pit. And those are yeah. sometimes the most fun. Yeah, man. I, uh, I really hope yeah, bands, man. Go ahead. No, I was saying the momentum was definitely in our corner uh, right before the pandemic hit because I think leading up to it, I, in that like two weeks prior, we played like 
three shows, two of them back to back. And, uh, and they were some of the best shows we'd gotten to play. I mean, can't say enough nice things about cult classic out there. And, uh, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Bridge, man, they're an incredible venue. And that was an excellent show with some awesome people from New York who, like Pat said, man, you know, these people you would have never met, you know, except, you know, through the music and, and getting to play shows with them. And it's just like, you make all these friends and I definitely cannot wait to get back to that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I love playing there, man. And uh, always got, I feel like every episode somebody brings up Cold Classic. So I always got to give a shout out to old uh, Rory. He's one of the bartenders there. Had a cover band called Hot Tub Limo for a while. So. Yeah. I put them way back in the day. This is like 10 yeah. years ago before I played music. I actually, when we went there, I saw him sitting down at the end of the bar and I had to walk over and be like, hey, man. I was like, how you been? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, work here he's like we got this place up and running i was like i didn't know they were doing any of that but it's definitely uh they musicians and the uh they treat you right and not to mention i don't think we had anything on tap there that i didn't enjoy i they they kill it they're Mm -hmm. excellent and they were they were super generous too because oh yeah literally zero people well maybe like five people came to that show so at some point they were yeah so at some point they were like, "Well, we just have leftover drink tickets if you guys want them," and nobody yeah. turned that down. I mean, yeah, yeah, and playing to an empty room and our friends, it was it was one of the funnest we've ever had. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I second that. Yeah, you just got to get up there and keep that energy high, man, and and set the bar, and everybody plays along. Everybody goes hard for everyone. You know, it's just you're playing for the other bands and their girlfriends, and you know, if you yeah. if you approach that right, it's a great night. It could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I often say on those nights, I'm not even playing for anybody there. It's like I'm playing for the spirits at this point. I don't know. <laughs> the ghosts and the yeah. <laughs> the demons. Ed, <laughs> Ed, for the Violet Violence show, we've kind of established a high energy kind of reputation for our performances. Yeah. It's like we like to go a little harder on stage. And How long do you yeah. think we can keep that up? Just... Just saying. Yeah. What? The, Who knows? Well, yeah, the high on... energy. You're, you're getting up there, man. Thirty. I don't. Well, if I if I stop giving myself whiplash. Yeah. 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 Nick, you just have to keep yourself active. I mean, we'll yeah. we'll get to we'll get to one of Yoga. those like chocolate milkshakes before a show. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I have to, I need to get back in the gym. That's the one thing that sucks most about this yeah. pandemic. Not yeah. being able to stay fit. You got to go out in nature and just take down some bears and, uh, you know, <laughs> Tarzan it a little bit. Well, we were, before it got cold, we were, you know, me and my wife were doing some outside time, you know, out here in Frederick, there's plenty of places to go take a walk or go up for, a, yeah. you know, not too far from like Harper's Ferry and Maryland Heights. And there's some great hiking spots. And so, but we're getting to that weather again. Oh yeah. It's finally starting to break, man. Thank God. I'm not a winter person at all. Um, but yeah, uh, new EP coming out soon. Do you guys have a release date? Well, we're doing singles up okay. until the last kind of releasing it as a collective. Trying to give each. Yeah, so uh, Novocaine, which was the first one, um, came out the first of this month. And then uh, on the 15th, our second one, uh, it's called Second Wind. Um, our our second song off that EP will be coming out, and um, I think we've timed the release where it's going to happen when we're actually in the studio in in June, which is kind of neat. 
Um, nice. So it, we'll basically be putting out a song every two weeks for the next month or so. Um, and complementing that with some other content we have. Um, we have a music video for Novocaine uh, coming out shortly. And then um, we have some live sessions that we did at uh, Hartford Sound uh, up near me. Um, oh, that nice. we're putting out. Yeah, it's um, a good spot. Like a little quarantine video. Yeah, it's going to be neat. Um, lots of content coming down the bike. Radical. Yeah, man. It's good. Good to hear. Um, do you want to talk about the song that you're releasing next? Because, I mean, I can feature it on this episode for you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so Second Win is a song that uh, was kind of written unexpectedly. Um, you know, t- it kind of went back and forth between Tim and I a little bit until we got it to where it is now. Um, it's something that I, I was... Uh, sitting on FaceTime with a friend and playing guitar and uh, just kind of heard that, that opening lick. Um, and, and in the next like day or so, it all kind of came together and it was uh, really a, an opportunity for me to process um, a, a past relationship. Um, just getting that out very similar to Novocaine, um, but yeah. obviously a different relationship um, where, you know, things didn't work out and, and just trying to, trying to process that and give a, give a name to it. Um, I, I love the quote from uh, John Foreman of Switchfoot, where he says, I write about the things I don't understand, which for him, he said was God and girls, basically. Um, and yeah. for, for me, I'm like, yeah, a little bit. I mean, mental health, breakups, like that, that's a very like pop punk, like angst driven thing. Um, but it, it truly is like where, you know, I can feel the most expressive. Um, so I think it's something that we've been able to, we've been able to do well. Yeah, man. I mean, I sometimes feel like, like, I don't know, like you write lyrics, even if you don't understand them, but then like, you know, somewhere down the, down the road, they start making sense to you. And that's why it's like, yeah, definitely a healthy outlet, you know? Absolutely. There's definitely a couple songs where, uh, especially if Tim will suggest a lyric and, um, I'll be like, yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. I don't quite understand it right now. And, and at some point it clicks when I'm singing it, I'm like, yeah, that's what that means. Or like even our band name, like uh, our band name came from <laughs> uh, a, a freaking bottle of, uh, I, I don't even remember what it was called. It was, it, it was a Mountain Dew bottle of uh, violet. It was like a Japan violet Mountain Dew. I've got yeah. it somewhere in the house um, that yeah. Tim found at his work at FYE. And he uh, sent me a picture of it and his thumb was covering part of it. And I said, does that sound, does that say the violet violence? He said, no, nah, it's just the violet, something else I couldn't remember. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's a sick band name. And then uh, when we put out our song Borderlines, the the art for Borderlines has this uh, red and blue that's meeting in the middle with this purple. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, you know, I think if I'm going to characterize the vile violence as something, like purple is the, the meeting of my, my feelings, like red being certain feelings, blue being certain other feelings, and you know, kind of at war with at war with yourself, at war with your emotions to try and get that out, um, which is something that I've never truthfully expressed in that much detail. Um, but that's like the, even the band name has has taken on new meaning as as we've continued to write and be a band, which is really neat. Yeah, man, I think uh, kind of going down that rabbit hole just slightly, like I don't know, sensitivity to just whatever you want to call it, senses even. Is kind of what makes great art, you know. Like Van Gogh was probably a little schizophrenic or whatever, but 
He could sense planes of reality that most mortals would need mushrooms to see, but that was just his, you know, regular day-to-day experience. So I kind of feel like we're all kind of on some spectrum of like sensitivity where some of us are a little more attuned or hyper or whatever you want to call it. And like some of us kind of check it out a little more. I'm not saying one's healthier than the other, but obviously it does it does help for art, I think, if you you're kind of out there a little bit but i don't know it it comes with its problems of course too (laughs) yeah it's not all uh not all roses as we know most rock stars uh didn't always end up in the best uh boat at the end of the day so i don't know just kind of my my thought on it so it's cool to hear your insight i guess um i'm glad to see you're doing well you know given all of that um yeah man uh like i said i hope you guys are able to kind of also connect with other bands in your uh, genre and stuff like that i feel like now more than ever like that's what's gonna really pull all of us through like you know genres bleed over and of course we're all sort of friends regardless of that especially if you know somebody who plays music but i just think for like sort of the the industry or whatever i don't even like that word but just the community um as a whole man like i feel like we're all starting to notice like a little less competition and a little more like who can i invite to the next show and stuff like that who we've played with before who might bring people out or you know vice versa for them yeah and funny you bring that up because if you look at any like major genre boom like the grunge movement or you know the alternative movement or the 80s hair band like movement any of these movements at all those those scenes typically started with a few bands that they weren't at competition with each other man they were all you know you look at the grunge scene in particular especially those seattle guys all of those guys were playing either in each other's bands at some point before they became the bands that you know got big and known later on or were playing shows before they got big and everybody just kind of dragged each other across the fish finish line and, and to the next plane. It's, you know, that's, that's how these scenes grow and get better. And, and these bands get bigger. It's, it's by helping each other along, not, not trying to compete with each other. Yeah, man. I mean, I couldn't really say it better myself. I mean, basically what I'm trying to do, you know, not saying that uh, I was frustrated or anything with the scene per se, but you know, I've been a, punk kid kind of my whole life going to shows in Baltimore or wherever and you know it has its ebbs and flows its ups and downs but I feel like the more we do as bands to create our own scene is like you know it's gonna help us more than anything so it's nice too that technology is so easy or accessible now as well and you can do stuff like this or like you're doing up there, uh, Chandler, you know, live streaming. And then you know, as you guys are doing as a full band, just making music videos, making content, hitting up Harford Sound, all that stuff. So I feel like, you know, especially after all this pandemic stuff's over, you know, should be a pretty good size boom for live music. I would anticipate. Hopefully. Yeah, I think it'll be kind of let, let floodgates open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're definitely seeing like a resurgence in our, our specific genre of, of, you know, roughly pop punk. Um, 
you know, it's really cool to see. Uh, I think people crave the days of like, you know, 2003, like great pop punk albums, like the early bands, like early Panic and, and Fall Out Boy and, and things like that. Like there's a huge following of, of bands like that. I mean, um, uh, like the, the, the sequel to the Warp Tour, uh, Sad Summer, um, just announced new dates and it's like all time low and you know they're, they're playing and people want to see them like they're 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 a band that started in that mid 2000s range yeah. and um there's there's such a a hunger for that and I, i'm seeing that now and you know some of our our younger and smaller bands i mean it would be so neat to be able to get together all of these local guys and uh you know see how how much there there is a culture and like a a scene here in in baltimore and the surrounding areas i mean you could put on a three-day music festival of all these bands and and i think yeah there'd be great you know yeah man i'm actually working on something like that uh down the road here um as well yeah so um i'll send you guys an invite to uh my party uh this summer but we got like 10 bands uh so far yeah Uh, that's all i can really do for a day but we're trying to blow this thing up uh, much bigger to like a, a full weekend thing. So obviously I, I sent you guys the invite to the private group, but when or, you know, if it all comes together, um, you know, that'll be the the ideal situation for sure. Because like you said, man, it's just, it just seems like there's a lot of good bands. And I don't know, try not to make it too competitive or anything, but just trying to get people... Mm-hmm you know, together and get an audience going and stuff like that. A lot of good bands, a lot of good people. That's the biggest thing, man, is yeah. a lot of these other bands and they're fun to hang with. And that's, that's where you're going to get rid of the negative competition, healthy competition, yeah. nothing wrong with kind of getting like, you know, if you're the opening band for the night and you get up there and just kind of like throw down and set the tone for the rest of the evening, no matter what, it's like, you know, maybe you push the other bands to go a little harder than they would have since the yeah. crowd's not really there, but you know, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that all make it all better. Yeah, for sure, man. It's the right attitude. And as you know, the older you get, it, it really is just about the people. I mean, the music is, is uh very secondary often, but it's all good, man. As long as you keep those riffs coming out, right? You gotta, I'm a guitar player. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, um, been good talking to you guys. Um, usually I kind of wind these things down um, with like, I don't know, shout outs of your friends or fans or whoever, your mom, dad, whoever you think might <laughs> listen to this thing, uh, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all the bands that we played with prior to, especially prior to, to the pandemic, like I think we've all been itching to, to play with them again. Um there hasn't been, I don't think there's been one band that we, we've really had any problems with or didn't vibe with. I mean, they're, they're all, like Nick said, good people. Um, and, and all the people that keep listening to our music, I mean, it, it surprises me every day, even when we get, like, one more Spotify follower. It's like, hey, that's someone who, you know, moved their hand and clicked follow and, and, and really desires to hear the next thing. And um, thinking about our EP, the people who have, who have laid down some money, whether it be, you know, friends who believe in us or our parents who just don't want to hear us bitch about it. I mean, yeah. it, it all means something to have people really believe in, in your, uh, your abilities. 
So, Nick, anyone you want to thank? Shout out. Oh, I mean, just shout out. Like Pat said, man, shout out to all the bands. You know, I'm, I'm going to specify definitely our boys yeah. at Gap. Love those dudes. They're awesome folks, man. And then just, I mean, everybody else we've played with, all the cool venues we've played at. I mean, mm-hmm. can't wait to yeah. get back there. And, you know, friends and family, like Pat said, man, to everybody who's who's kind of chipped in for the new for the new recording sessions we're going to be doing in June, man. We've had some people chip in and help out and, you know, help us get the rest of the way. So much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to all the people who've helped us along the way. Also, I appreciate this podcast, Brett. It's, I think it is about the relationship. Yeah. So I, I love talking to other people in the quote-unquote industry and just seeing how they're doing, what, what they're up to. Yeah, man. The, the times, they are changing. You know, the industry's changing, and people don't really need labels as much anymore and all that stuff. It's all just kind of DIY, all indie all friends and family and support and stuff like that kind of gets you going and you know i don't tell people enough but obviously like you said hit that subscribe button to a band that you're listening to and you know even if you're never gonna listen to them again sometimes uh, that's what i do now i'm just like oh somebody sent me a link subscribe to the band especially if they're small because it's just like i'm not gonna sit there and subscribe to britney spears or taylor swift or whoever probably well, I probably already did, but but you know what I mean. Like, especially if they're a small band, just kind of click the subscribe button. I don't know, run their play, run their album all the way through on silent, even even if you don't like it. It's like or whatever. I don't know. Um, a good podcast mm-hmm. to probably check out is um, Tales from the Green Room. Uh, it's band Ballyhoo from around here in Maryland. It's Howie's podcast, and he's got a lot of really really good insight on just music stuff of anything you can think of. So um, that's the reason I kind of started this podcast is he inspired me to just try something, you know, do something a little different. So um, I'm glad I did. And uh, I'll obviously try to keep in touch with you guys and um, definitely get this thing out with a new song on it. And uh, I tell everybody you're, always welcome back on especially if you got new music i mean if, if you just want to hit me up because your dog died and you want to talk about that too i totally <laughs> respect and will try to support you but you know <laughs> I, ideally under better circumstances like new music and stuff like that of course yeah um so uh hopefully this won't be the last time and yeah well, thank you for doing this. I mean, um, again, this is this is what our our scene needs to to know about each other. I mean, I'm, I uh, yeah. was listening to a couple episodes to kind of get the feel, and I'm really excited to listen to the rest because I was seeing people that I knew and people that I've heard of. And, yeah. Um, so it's great, and thank you for having us again. Yeah, man, I'm just trying to share people's stories and music and all that stuff. So, um, really, kind of, I guess we'll call we'll call that a rap so yeah i want to thank uh, pat nick and chandler for coming on the show again the band name is the violet violence and the song that you're hearing in the background is called second wind uh once again that comes out june 26th 
and that is off of the EP Above the Echoes. Anyway, hopefully uh, you enjoyed the chat, and uh, hopefully have a good week. See you next time. Trapped behind the wall I built to keep my guilt from getting to my head 